You're listening to the Bad Reputation Podcast, hosted by Todd Collins and sponsored by Anchor FM. If you haven't listened before, we've got two words for you. Listen up. From digital marketing tips, entrepreneurial stories, and more, you will get the most up-to-date info brought right to your ear. Follow Todd on Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, Facebook, and more at Todd Collins Official. Listen everywhere podcasts are available, like Spotify, Apple, Roku, and more. Are you guys ready? Now, your host of Bad Reputation, Todd Collins. All right, so we are back with part two with Jason. Um, hopefully, you guys enjoyed part one. There was a lot of stuff in there. There were, uh, like I said before in, the, in the, the preview of that podcast, there were a few technical difficulties, but we both have uh, revamped our gear. We have new shit. And uh, we just tested it for the last 30 minutes and uh, everything seems to be going good. So Jason, welcome back. Thanks, brother. Yo, yo. I feel like part one, I butchered it because I'm at the parents' house. They got the cheap Wi-Fi. Dad's on. I found out after that part, the part one that mom was like watching some Facebook Live and dad was probably streaming YouTube and I don't know. So I'm back. I'm pissed, but... <laughs> That's what happens, man. Like I, nobody's allowed to do, uh, like I told the, the Wi-Fi people when we first moved here, I said, like, I was like Verizon. I was like, I'm with the fucking best. I'll get to do that one day. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. I was like, I want it all. And still to this, like, it doesn't matter because we're so far out in the middle of fucking nowhere that it's, there's still sometimes a lag and some stuff. But when I do podcast episodes, everybody's got to like, power you know, the whole house. that's, that's my one worry. So for the people at home I'm going on a road trip, I'm going to need Wi-Fi because I'm going to be working remote. And I'm hoping each Airbnb I get has a good Wi-Fi. And I'm saying I'm like what looks like good places, but we'll, we will find out. 2020 struggles. Yeah, the 2020 struggle of yeah. Wi-Fi. One, one, Wi-Fi. Day you, one day you won't have to worry about Wi-Fi, I don't think. I, I, I hope not, man. I fucking love I, I, I like it's. I like having a hotspot on my phone. Like that's been a lifesaver like, mm-hmm. for, so, for so many things. Um, I can't even tell you, but it is what it is. So – you know, last episode, we, we kind of got away from, there was, a, there was a lot of stuff where we, we wanted to tap in and, and talk about some of the, the, the tips and tricks and hacks and stuff like that that you use, you know, within like Gary Vee and stuff like that. And I think that's where a lot of people are going to uh, get the most information and get the most value out of, uh, out of both of us, at least from the standpoint, because there's a lot of people that listen to this podcast that typically um, are, they're struggling. They're struggling to either come up with content to put out or mm-hmm. struggling to find a strategy or a process that works to be able to get that content out there and to stay consistent. And that's where I, I really always find the, the most issue is the consistency or what holds them accountable. And that a lot of the times, you know, I get hired just to keep someone, you know, um, uh, consistent. And that's yeah. really the biggest thing. I like mean, I, str- I struggle with yeah. myself and I, I don't think I'll jump in. Like it's why Gary pays, you know, 12 creatives so he can stay consistent, you know, and he, you know, like he has a team doing it, but he's also very consistent to the communication he puts behind it. He's like, I'll go into videos on YouTube and I'll see like, he was deep in the comments and like, he doesn't talk about that. Like he doesn't talk about how he still puts in probably like three to four hours every single day. Cause he's probably just, you know, late at night still doing it where he's talking to his community and that's consistency. It's not the post itself, but it's still like community management. That's a whole, like people don't even know what that means. Community management is, is like a whole position now where, and honestly, it's kind of, 
I would say dying in a way, but I'll get to that. But community management is like where you engage with uh, your community, whether it's comments and like, just like outreach. Um, and I'd say it's dying now is because I think you need to be a content creator along with that. Like you have to know how to make, I think just having someone that's, you know, commenting back and like helping be a voice is valuable. But I think like, you're not getting, like if you're paying that, like you could, if you can pay three employees, like they gotta know how to make shit now. Like that's the whole thing. That changed during COVID too. Like, cause a little dip in the market. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just going to say like, you know, I, I always tell people there's there people that will come to us and say, now, will you guys comment, you know, in, in, you, will you guys comment back and forth and engage with people in the post? And I say, no, I said, you know, we won't do that. And the reason we won't Can't do be that the voice. is because we don't want a person. Well, yeah. we don't, yeah, but, and even if I know this person, there's some people that I know totally. that, we, that I, I do it for that I've known right. for a very long time that there's a trust factor there and they, they're cool yeah. with that. Mm-hmm. But uh, people, it's the whole realize- reason we have team. It's the whole reason we got team Gary V, you know, like, so we're yeah. like the sub voice. It's like, it's still, it's the team, but it's not Gary. And that's like, like Gary writes all his copy. Anything from the at Gary V verified has never been anyone else besides Gary. And that's like, I learned that. I didn't know that it existed until I got on the team. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you know, for, for, from that standpoint, it's hard for you not, it's hard for somebody to be able to speak for somebody else. I think that that is a responsibility of somebody is that's a lot of responsibility. And the written word's tough. You know, I could say something to you like like on text and like, if I deliver it to you in person, it's completely like different, you know, that's why it's hard on Twitter and shit. Yeah. And I mean, there's even some people I know where like, I know that that's not them commenting back and I'll be like, fucking the, the person you, this person yeah. this isn't them commenting back like you know what i mean like you can tell yeah. uh, people don't realize the engagement side of it is really is really what helps you know, we're talking about leveling up that's that's really what can can leverage a post into doing even better you know and that like we the comments yeah i noticed that I'm, i noticed that on mine like i i got like no views when i just posted a recent video and then uh it picked up a lot of comments like kind of an hour in and like, I swear like that was like the, like that boosted the algorithm, but I don't know. I feel like I wish I didn't think about that stuff. Yeah. I mean, I think we're all, he's <laughs> always trying to figure out, <laughs> I've heard that a million times. Hack, you know, the algorithm like, dude, are you fucking kidding me? Like there's best ways so- of practice, but like, you shouldn't really like, I don't know. We, it's funny. Our team puts a lot of energy into understanding like, you know, what time is the best to post and the best post copy and the best title and the best everything. And the, it feels like a little restrictive in a way, but you know, it's just, a, it's, it's, you know, personal branding at its best. It's getting the most eyes on a piece of content, which translates to like more followers and more attention and like fandom at that point. But uh, a lot of the new creators were feeling the pressure of like, Oh, I got to hit a million on this video. And no one told them they had to. It was just that like, we really distinguish a poor performing performing post and a high performing post. So like every morning, no one knows this, but like on, on, on the Instagram team, there's about five of us. Uh, there's like three creators or four creators. And there's like a person who's like a strategist. His name is Zane. I don't know if you follow him, but uh, Zane is dope. Um, just throwing that out there. He's the nicest kid you'll ever fucking meet. Um, we talk about all the posts that went up the day prior. There's a benchmark uh, for that block of like window. When that post goes up, it's got three hours to do its thing. And then it's rated against all other posts 
you know, that lived on that time slot. And we know like, oh, this posted negative 1.2x, meaning it wasn't a good clip. It didn't resonate with our side account, which is like Gary V TV. Still an official account, just way less followers. It's not the GV. And so anyways, and then you'll find out, oh, this clip did 3.0x, like 3x. That's a great clip. And then you know, Gary will be hyped to post that because it clearly resonated with more viewers. And so there's a lot of science that goes on like behind the scenes. And so a lot of new creators, like I said, they'll get like, you know, if you have two bad posts, it's kind of like your work got graded. And I felt that in the beginning too, and it sucks, but you just gotta like, I don't know, you just gotta like, I don't know, you can't think about the grade as much as you, like as much as like my mashups, like they've been killing it. Like I had a few that tanked and then uh, like you just move on to the next video. Like Gary's really cool about it. I think I brought up in the last one, like weekly video, I'll get like stressed as fuck. I was like, Gary, we got a lot of footage here. I, I like, I'm, I want to make it dope. And he's like, dude, he's like, I don't care what you do. Like, he's like, you know, he wants equality, but he's like, you can make this a silent film. He's like, we're going to make, he's like, we're going to make 200 more of these. Cause it's like his life or I shouldn't say 200, like a thousand more. <laughs> so, right. yeah. um, he, he's not, he's not putting all his eggs in one basket on, on one piece of content and, and no. this never die by content. Not at all. And I, and like, he wants shit to perform and like, if shit's like tanking all the time, like that means there's a problem. But yeah. like, I don't know, but like probably a good, because then you can like go freeform and with a new idea. And that's a lot of like, people always stick to like the same shit. Like I always see like real estate people, whether they're paying someone or not to like distribute content, but they always like post the same shit. And it's like, I don't know. It's not like, like you'll never pop off. Like if you want to be Gary Vee, like dude innovated, like dude made, dude started the whole tweet thing on Instagram, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, he hundred percent did or somebody inside that, inside the team started that yeah a lot, of, like, a lot of ideas going on inside the team that gary gets kind of gets i guess the credit for but i don't know that's besides the point <laughs> well it's funny you bring up the real estate thing so a lot of a lot of the people that listen to, to this podcast are real estate agents over the last you know uh, i would say probably a year and a half two years um yeah i was able to break into that market pretty well and made a lot of really good friends and and the ones that i have as clients i always i always push onto them and uh i, I believe that this is kind of where we're going with it. But I said to them, I was like, look, I'm looking at your profiles and the, everything that you're posting has to do with the new listing that went on or the house that you just sold, or I mean, it's, or the screenshotted Zillow review. I said, yeah. I, but when the same, I said, what you're doing here is you're simply falling into the same premise of the same billboard, real estate agent billboard that you see, you saw 15, 20 years ago when you were driving down the road. I said, instead, yeah. I was like, do a funny meme, just do a funny meme and throw it out there and see what happens. And right. every single time that they loosen the reins a little bit and get a little yeah. bit unprofessional or whatever it is, it goes bonkers and they're going, holy shit, you were right. And I was like, yeah, I know. It's crazy. Like, oh, you don't have to overthink this shit. You can just put out some humorous, yeah. entertaining and people like it. That's the like, secret behind good social media, guys, is the, is the entertainment side of things. At least from my, my point of view. I completely agree. Like I, uh, I've stuck to like high res photography on my Instagram page and that's all I wanted to post. And then like, I, I posted like the tweet style or like, you know, a screenshot, but I, you know, I made it a little different. I added like a photo behind it, but that posted yeah. really well engagement wise. And it just goes to show, like if you change up your shit, like good, good shit can happen. Cause you'll never know. You, you have to change it up every so often. That that's the yeah. one thing that I, you know, people are so, they get so inundated with sticking to brand, staying on brand. When I talk about that, I'm talking about color font, you know, whatever it is. It doesn't totally. matter what it is. Yeah, so that's the one thing. Brand. Yeah, to sum up this, like, theme, this topic right now, like, Gary's net, like, if you're crippled by, like, how your grid looks, 
like you're you're fucked because Gary never did, and and it's not that Gary's the only person that can like kill it and make it, but it's just like that that was his you know his personality. He knew the strategy was like not to worry about the grid because it's each post coming up, and he doesn't care how many posts he makes each day, and and that's the volume of it led him to win, and like and that's how like the volume methods like, a, like a, that's a thing at Vayner like companies like we're just making a few posts a day, and now like the the, the, whole, the crazy idea like doesn't sound too crazy. It's just post more like a volume of creative. So I don't know if you're like a real estate person or small business, like, I don't know, you can't get like all romantic about the fonts and shit. No, like I think at, no, at a high level, at a high level, you can like, what it, you, like depends on how, it depends on how, in my personal opinion, when you're a creative, it depends on how much money you're fucking paying me. It really if you're paying me a good amount of money, I'll put out fucking 16 posts a day and the creative will be fucking dope as shit. But real? if you're not, you're going to get one post a day and it's going to be very fucking minimal and creative. That's the fucking world, unless you're going to do it yourself. And that's where, and that's where we're, that's where we're leading to, right? At this point, these people either a they can't afford to pay somebody to do it for them, okay, or 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 b they they can, but they don't know the process or strategy to stay consistent and succeed. So let so let's get into that. So the the first step would be, I guess, you know, what are what's your take on? the state of consistency how many times do you believe the average person that is trying to build a personal brand how many times a day should they be posting across the board i think i think it has to map your ambition i think like if you just want to be relevant on the internet because you've had your real estate firm for a bit and like i don't know like you just want to have a presence online like i feel like posting every day is fine but if your ambition is to be like an influencer like some gary v type thing some uh who's the big real estate guy in new york city ryan serhant i'm sure a lot of people if anyone's a real estate guy ryan serhant is like the number one guy and shout out to their team they make dope creative and like people should strive to do like that and that dude's making short films you know he's doing high res you know walkthroughs at places but you don't got to start there you can do your you know your iphone gimbal for you know four hundred dollars and start shooting your own content to put it to short i think i don't know if you're not trying to like grow your business you're not posting on like Twitter and Facebook and Instagram every day. Like, I don't know, like it's, it's going to take like, I don't know, 15 minutes out of your day. But I also think the next level up is like, if you're actually going to like, if you actually believe pouring money into a creative team is worth it. And obviously like coming from me, I'm very biased, like clearly it works, but some people like believe in social media, but they'll never pay someone anything to put like, to grow their social media. Like I'll do it myself. I got a, I got an iPhone fucking 11. Like, that can only take you so far and like has to map your ambition. Like, are you going to pay someone to do it? Cause you, you believe in it. So it's like ambition and belief. That's what I think. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and I mean, I think what the, the lack of, it all comes back to me for the lack of consistency. And, and, and I, I, I pour on that because they, they don't do it. Uh, how much, I cannot tell you how many times I've sat and had a conversation with somebody and I'm like, well, well, are you on LinkedIn? And they're like, oh, yeah, but like I haven't posted there in like three years. And I'm like, yeah. all right, well, are you on Twitter? And they're like, yeah, I did it for like a few months, but like nobody likes it. It's like anything team. else. It's like going to the gym. It's like, I know I should probably do like leg day or whatever. Or like I should just go to the gym in general. But it's like, I don't know. It's like, I, I'm, I got other, I'm busy, man. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah but they're so, not. They're not. The, the, no, the, no. The fucking thing is, is I, I, and I don't care what anybody says, mm-hmm. like, you're not. The, 
there is very, there's minimal amount of people out there that are actually truly busy 24 hours a day. Yeah. Most of the time, I'm telling you right now, most of the time. It's just the shit that people are doing and like they're not, they're not actually like, (laughs) they're just like semi good at it, you know? We fill our day day with so much minutia. It's not even funny. Completely. Where you could, you could take that five minutes and put something out, but that's when the judgment. Totally. Totally. Right. Uh, Any filmer, any filmer that ever DMs me is obviously like creative specific is like, yo, like what other questions? Like, how do I get to do what you do? Like, or as specific as like, how do I like, you know, like, how do I get videos, man? Like I shoot photos, but I want to make videos one day. I'm like, I don't know, bro. I'm like, use your camera every single day. It's what, you know, it's like, it, I'm like, I'm not trying to make this all about me. It's like, that's what I did. Like I use that shit every day. And I made like a shitty clip off a of GoPro or drone. And I did for a long time. And that, and then it led to like a client who basically like did the same thing. He's like, yo, we're going to make shit every day. And yeah, that's what, hyper, and that's what hyper excel me. So yeah, yeah, it's like, dude, it's just getting out there. It's like, you have more time. Like, but they don't do it, right? Oh. I mean, there's, there's, there, there's. I have one client who just bought a little fucking Sony uh, vlog camera, the new that that new little tiny vlog camera that they just came out with that has the first Sony flip out screen. A little, little, that yeah, camera, crazy. It's fucking that camera is fucking yeah. bananas, dude. I don't know what it is, but it sounds like it's just seven hundred. There's like seven hundred dollar fucking camera that comes with vlog the, setup. It's dude, this thing. Yeah bad fucking ass and it would it, it's very close to the quality that you would be shooting in in, in like just your your typical dslr like it, it's it's really amazing actually and so i'm watching this guy and this guy is just going out and he's popping content daily he's fucking funny ass videos and the content is so good and it make, has nothing to do with what this kid does for a living but hmm. The expectation and the eyes are always on him because they're waiting for what's he gonna do next. It almost has that that, Who is that this? old. So, this is one of my clients. His name is. Mike. So, if you go on Instagram, go on Instagram right now and follow this kid. His name's. If you type in Michael Andrew Ruder, R U D E R, Michael Andrew Ruder. Got it. Watch some of his content, dude. He's got the, he's the ice cream agent. Yeah. So basically, so he's a real, and this guy's a real, and, and like he's a real estate guy, right? Wait, so he owns a title company. He owns a title company at his age. Mm. He he's he's done done videos with Good Humor Ice Cream, where he'll actually rap. Crabs. Yeah. No, smart. He's doing like actual like something I want to watch. Like most people yeah, don't want. That's all it is. So, yeah. so good humor ice creams reached out to him. He did a rap with them. LaCroix reached out to him. We're getting, we're in the middle Crazy. of doing a bunch of videos with Squatty Potty. The Squatty Potty reached out and we're doing oh a bunch God. of videos for Squatty Potty and we're getting paid yeah, for just, it. Yeah, it just goes to show like, you know, doing a podcast is all fine and good, but like that's actual like content you'll see in your feed because it seems like yeah. funny and like different. So yeah and that's what it is and so like again this is where i go to people and i'm like you know what else are you good at other than what you do for a living Mm. and when they start thinking like that then i'm like okay great and i was like and if you were gonna if you were gonna watch this type of content like what would you watch just like i fucking suck at fortnite but i enjoy i enjoy the game i love the game so i fucking stream it and have fun with it i suck at it yeah your personal brand doesn't have to be right your personal brand doesn't have to be like your profession Mm. you know like you don't have to be like a real estate agent and have thirty thousand like thirty thousand followers because 
you're good at real estate it could be because you're like good at like skipping rocks <laughs> like that's, like that's, you're good at like yeah. archery yeah and that's how mike is mike's good at coming up on the spot with little raps and it makes people laugh and it brings happiness to people so he makes those and people fucking love him he had a he had a wedding rap that he did as a best man and it had like three million fucking views oh my gosh and, and it, I mean, it went crazy and, and just, and that's just him. And that's one of the small talents this kid has. He was, in, he was a musician when he was growing up. And so he's just taken that and he's facilitated it into his personal brand, into what he has. And then here's the thing. If these real estate agents that follow him like him, right. And they enjoy his content, they're going to want to do business with him too. And that's what ends up happening. And that's what I try to beat into the head of these people. I'm like, dude, if the, if they like you and you're funny and you're bringing uh, an, an entertainment type of feel with some information kind of backing it up a little bit. I was like, if these people like you, they're going to do business with you. It's, just, it's, it's, it's business 101 relationship. Mm -hmm. And so if yeah. they like you, they're going to do business with you. And so that's, but again, it goes back to the consistency. If it doesn't work over a span of two weeks, them trying really hard, they give up. And, and typically that's, I mean, but that doesn't mean give up completely. That means, I mean, you don't mean give up completely. You mean try something else. Well, they shouldn't give up completely, but they do. Right. And, and dead serious. I'll watch it. I'll be like, they'll be like, yeah, I'm going to go do it. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'll fucking watch. And right. I'll watch and they'll do it. And then they'll stop. And I'll hit them up and be like, you know what happened? And yeah, consistency is tough. Like I have this one, two, three series. I'm sure in like the next six months, there's going to be a gap period where it's like, bro, you didn't post in two months. I'll I'm text gonna, you. I will DM you. I know. It's like, going to happen. I'm going to be like, fuck you, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm not a good – I don't want to make a video right now. You know? You're going to say, but oh, I'm going to be busy. It's going to be Gary. <laughs> like, bro, For you, you understand? That is an yeah. excuse. No, God forbid I'm making, like, Weekly V again and stuff. Like, I had no time. I, I was literally, like, in the office until 4 a.m. Like, you know, like, actual, like, blood, sweat, tears. Like <laughs> – yeah but i love it and that, that's the difference like there was somebody in my post so I, I made a post it was me like this is off topic right kind of <laughs> everything in the podcast says i think it's a post i made on my instagram it's uh me and my two colleagues caleb's a video editor and um and jake he's like he runs like kind of like the, the more headier stuff like titles and like thumbnail data person and anyways i made this post and i'm like yo i miss the office I miss, I miss working like 15 hours a day getting like cold brews and shit blah 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 like just like kind of like miss the homies post and somebody uh tagged another guy and that guy was like damn he's like you're gloating about working 15 15 hours a day he's like I, wouldn't gary want you to like use the extra time after your eight hours to like build your personal brand and then i go to his page and he's like a he has like a viral video just bashing like banner media and gary and i'm like oh man i'm like I get mad, but I'll never like, I don't know. I'm just like, what am I going to do? Like cause a scene on social media, like get fired. <laughs> so I don't know where I was going with that. But what I'm trying to say is like, I love the 15 hours that I was there. Like, even though like sometimes I wish I could go and like do more of my personal stuff. I was like, no, like, I love that. Like I got in at eight 30 and then I found out on my filming day, like the baby's coming in at 1130, meaning like my day is going to be like, 14 and a half hours long and I got a cute home in New Jersey and then like start the next day like see if you love it man like it doesn't fucking matter and then and then there's a lot of heat with like the hustle like hustle porn or whatever they call that like where it's like no nah, you shouldn't ever work that that much but hustle yeah <laughs> I've gotten that I've gotten that and and you know 
what people don't understand is that like when I came up, you know, before we started the, the, uh, the business that I was telling you about before I was, I was in the car business. That's, that, that's where I learned. I learned to sell properly in that business and being in that business that, that was a, a normal day was 15. That was, that was just, you put that time in because you were trying that all you could do, you were based on commission. So that was it. There was no salary involved there. So you had to put that time in, but what I found is, is that I was, we, a lot of people were doing that a long time ago. I, I think he just glorified it slightly to a point. He just exposed it. He just, he just had a video camera, like, you know, yeah. if, you're, if you're talking about Gary, I don't know. I am. And you've been going back. It looks like you've been going back and, and take and grabbing old footage and bringing right. it And back. that's all we, we, that's all we've been doing. And I, I think COVID, like, you know, to that note, has helped us a lot go back into the archives. Unfortunately, we haven't been able to access those the server. So it's like you have what lives on the internet and then you have the raw footage that lives on like a giant, giant right. ass server with, you know, 100 terabytes of, you know, someone's life, which is just crazy. Like if you want to get into like the whole like, I don't know, like, I don't know what to call it, but like, that's crazy. That Gary's the most documented person in the world. Like, and he started when he was like 30, what? I don't know, four. So that's insane. But yes, we've been we've been going it back into the server, and we've been like just, or I shouldn't say that. Sorry, we've been going back on like all his old content. We've been making so much so much stuff that's just been sitting there. But when you contextualize it, when you take like this forty seconds from some random keynote in like 2013, like that's become like viral hits. And my whole thing has been like taking like mashups of like all those old clips and putting them together. And that's like his top performing clips of the year is a uh, mashup version. So not just standalone clips mashup so if anyone's like like has a lot of footage of themselves whether it's like real estate or like i don't know but if you, if you can mash up different moments for some reason that resonates with like when pe people are watching in the feed it seems like consistent it seems like you have like more like like oh you've talked about this before and like i don't know i don't know like I, i'd like to know like what your philosophy is on that like i'm making mashups of gary right on a certain certain topic and we have the ability to like search keywords like gary i made a karma one so i searched the word karma and then boom i got like 20 links in front of me full of like whenever he said karma and sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't why do you think people resonate with like the mashups more than like just one you know clip what do you think i i think the, i think it goes back to the point of one when it's a mashup it's it's a whole bunch of different things coming at them at one time and so they they almost feel like they've got to pay attention or they're going to or they're going to miss something right if they know full well that it's something that is going to be the exact same. So like some of the micro content that we used from our first episode, it, it, they right. know now, like my audience knows now, like this is going to go straight through one minute. Right. Because I've been telling Maddie, I'm like, I just want to fucking do one minutes right now. That's right. You don't want, you don't want like cuts or anything. Nope. I was like, right now, I just want to do one minute shoots. That's it. And I just want to pop them out, you know, five times a week. I want to pop out one minute and that's it. That's all I want to do right Got now. Got it she's cool with it. I'm good with the mashups. And I, and I, again, I think it's because it's, it's a sensory situation is they don't want to miss anything. Yeah. So I think you're right. And you might watch it twice more. and then really that like you watch it twice. Cause you're like, Oh, I missed the first 15 seconds. What did he say? And then you digest it. I don't know. Cause I just been noticing, man. It's like, it's not the gloat. It's that like, I've made, I just restarted making content for Gary's Instagram and uh, you know, the top, you know, I mean, three mashups and they're probably, top five in the top five posts of the year and that's like interesting that like the mashup if you just do it right really resonated with his audience like you know where a clip gets six hundred thousand views these got like 2.6 million it's like 
why yeah. you know it, just because there's multiple clips is it, like is it there's, there's definitely something psychological there and i think and it's what other, you said too i think the other thing is too is a lot of people are are they think just because they post something one time they think that that's it that that, that post is done and what i've done is i've taken posts that maybe were posted two years ago because i don't yeah. think shit i go back and i find posts that i posted two years ago and i'll repost them and it's because there's people that have never seen that post before and they didn't go back two years in my feed to go see it. So I can take this, I can take this and reuse that content if we're running low on content, because sometimes that can be an issue is where we don't have yeah. content a lot and we're running low. So we, we use a piece of content that we've used before. I, I think the, the Monday, the Monday video that you've I mean, you guys have used that video. Oh yeah. Cause seven Gary, times in a year. I mean, Gary calls this like genre, the, um, what does he call it? It's basically the all-time clips of, you know, clips of all time. And, like, he thinks that we don't actually even post them enough. Because, like, you can get so much viewership from, like, if you just post, like, if you find a, a clip or a photo of, like, yourself and it's overperforming or you know it, you should post it, like, once or twice more just because. Like, D-Rock does it, like, is with, like, content. He does, uh, like, the connection posts where it's, like, VaynerMedia. It's just, he always posts, like, VaynerX and, like, uh, the community posts. And then he just knows that works. And, like, uh, and he's helping other people doing it. Like, so it's not, like you know, gloating or anything for likes. So, yeah. I mean, he, he asks a lot of times, I mean, I, I saw a post from him the other day and I meant to, I meant to hit him up about it, but um, he was asking about people that had retail stores that would carry, carry um, his clothing line. And I was like, Oh shit, I got fuck. I, I have somebody who I can put him in touch with. And I totally forgot to actually that reminded me. So now I'm going to do that after I get off. Yeah, do it. Um, yeah, I know. I, I don't, I don't know how many people reached out to him about that, but I, I, it's it's those a lot of those times when he does even like from a tweet standpoint when he'll put out a tweet and he'll make it very selfless and he'll be like put what you do and connect here i think yeah. that's, that's such a great i think i've been doing it more too like my buddy's yeah. like you know, he's like i need to you know find someone for my company like a video editor or whatever he's like Can you just make a tweet i'm like yeah like i have like two thousand followers like don't be like i don't care yeah like helping out anyone like in that sense like i don't know D-Rock's level is cool because he actually has like a, a bit of a following. Like I needed something. I'm like, yo, could you retweet this? And he's always been cool about that. He's not very stingy. Yeah, no, no. And, well, the thing is also like, you, you don't like, I always feel like it's like weird. Like if you ask somebody to do that, like I always feel fucking weird about that. I always feel like if there's like an unwritten rule that like you shouldn't do, like you should never ask. Right. Like, you should just, like, if it's, if like, you're close to someone. Like, yeah. If you're close, like it's a different story. I just share people's shit. Like, just because if I fucking think it's cool, I'll do it. Yeah. Like, and yeah. If I'm I think like, I'm open waters for it, but like, I don't know. Sometimes I'll, I'll feel weird about it. like people ask me like, you know, I, I have one of my DMs and like, now I'm thinking about it. Like I saw it come through as like, you know, the preview and you just don't, you're like, I'll respond to that later. And somebody yeah. asked me to like share something for a GoFundMe. And honestly, I should like, it was like health related or something. I was like, sure. But at, at the time I'm like, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Like, I, yeah. like, I don't want to, like, so you're busy. You're like, I, like I don't know, it's like I've procrastinated like, a little bit. Fucking know them, so you're like, dude, I don't even know what I'm sharing. Like, yeah, exactly. There's, I'm like, there's I don't even... a lot. You gotta be careful. Totally. You know, especially in the business that I'm in, like, you got to be real fucking careful. Like, there's a lot of people that they fucking I can't tell you how many people will fucking tweet shit out or post something up, and they didn't think before they did it. You, do you judge your clients? Do you have to judge? Yeah. Do you judge your... Oh, okay. Do I judge them. <laughs> I yeah. fucking watch it all the time. I'm like, why the fuck are you doing that? You told you tell them like straight to their face. Yeah, I tell them straight to their face, and they fucking respect it. I'm like, don't fucking do that. Yeah, like, yo, you're a racist, bro. Yeah, I'm <laughs> like, you're like... fucking idiot. 
Well, at that point, <laughs> you're fucking, you're, you're not part of this company at that point. Really? Like, you can't even, like, you won't even, like, help that person out if they're, like, no, no, if they draw the line? No, no, uh, 100%. That's, that's interesting. I respect that. And I will tell some, now, now, if it's somebody that I, if it's a legitimate fuck up, that's a different right. story. And then okay. I've known them for a long time. I but respect if, that. If someone comes to me, I don't care how much money they're paying. And, and mm. I dis- I personally disagree. And I believe yeah. that it's not right. I won't help them. Do you talk about that ever? No, I never, I never have. I don't, I don't you think should. I've ever said that. Cause I like, I, I like, I have a more respect for you. Like now that you've said that. Cause I, when you brought up like your company, like what they do, what you do, I'm like, Oh, if I re- he probably has to help out some like, like douchebags. And like, yeah, well, have- some, to an extent. In a, like, in a extent, yeah. Think about it. Th- put it put, let's put it in perspective for a second. Yeah. If, if, if you're, if, if, you're, if your dad, right, who you probably hold in very high respect, if your dad would believe that something was wrong or, 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 or not right, right, um, then I, he would say no to it. And, and, and that's the way that I would look mm-hmm. at it, right? Like, so if someone is, is racially biased or if there's, you know, any sexual thing or whatever, any of that stuff, right? Yeah. That's like, all nope. the that's, dude, that's like, all Sorry, bro. Can't thing. help you out. Yeah, that's off the table, dude. I I I don't want anything to do with it because at that point, that. if I don't personally, if I if, if it doesn't align with my own personal beliefs or values, then how can I defend you? Right. You know? Well, it's like I'm not it's a defense attorney. It's like it's it's like yeah, it's like defense attorneys. I don't like I don't understand those motherfuckers. Well, that's what I'm saying, I, and I'm not a fucking attorney. Like I I can say no to you, and I Look, and, I'm looking and, at the girlfriend because we know a defense attorney. And I'm just like that's a fucked up job. Like I don't know. Yeah. Sorry, defensive well, attorneys listening. If you got any, like you have a weird ass job, and like I don't respect it. <laughs> I get that, and I and I'm, but I'm blessed enough. I mean, I've worked my ass off enough now, and 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 you know, semi, you know, call it semi successful, whatever you want to call it. But I'm at the point now where I can say no to people, and and mm-hmm. no, that's yeah, a, you should that's you should, really you should talk point. about that because you know it's funny because when I was starting out, um, saying no to business like could fucking just, like that could make it or break if you're the trajectory of your whole thing. Like I got a, when I was a, like a younger creative, like before Gary, and like, and then like right before like the person before Gary, right? Like I was in like freelance mode, like still in college. And uh, there was this, there's this, this kid, he got like referred to me by a friend and like I met him at his like beautiful house, basically a mansion. It was like a three floor home in Long Island. It was fucking sick. And like, we're sitting in the back and like, and like, they got like, bulldozers they're like renovating the house he's like yeah and he's telling me he's like I, he's like i have you know I'm, I'm i'm expert in like smart home tech and he's like i'm gonna make this home crazy you know his home he's like and then i'm gonna sell that product and he was a young kid and he was telling me how like his parents own like all these convenience stores on long island like started them and then there's like 50 of them so it's like damn respect but i could tell something was off with him and like he was like definitely willing to put a lot of money in my pocket and I was like, I don't know, 19 years old, 20 years old. So like a couple grand when you're starting out would have been dope. And I knew what happened if I pried a little bit, but I didn't. Cause I just like knew, like, I don't know, he wasn't like the right crowd that I want to get into. And like, and I also knew that I was, I just had started working with the guy that like led me to Gary and he wasn't paying, that guy was paying me dirt, but I knew there was so much more value and not even putting two hours into the guy that was about to give me guap. And I probably could have like made some money and like just like walked away and be like, Hey bro, like it's not for me. And like, I probably should have did that. I probably, I really should have got like the two grand or whatever with the five grand and then walked away. But maybe if I did that, I would have got sucked in and then I wouldn't have worked with the other guy. And then I wouldn't work. And then like, 
maybe that was the dead end and like i don't know something people have to think about so it's like as much as you don't want to represent someone that's fucked up because that could hurt your name because it very well could that's the same thing it happened almost happened to me and like people got to think about like saying no <laughs> to like yeah i mean i've i've what you I've don't believe in no dude 100 percent. i've walked away from a ton of business you know and there's a lot of people out there that too you know where they'll say you know where if you you're starting to doubt yourself or you're doubting the ability of what you're able to do you know and they say you say yes anyway and you'll figure it out you know i disagree with that too i think that's mm -hmm. a fucking that's like that, that is one of the dumbest fucking ideas yeah. that has totally. ever come out but also don't but also don't like get all like i don't know like don't always say no just because you're like now you're just scared or whatever you well know? it's either that or you say no look if i say no to someone based on like let's say like it's they want to run ads right and i'm like look we don't we don't run ads for anybody that spends less than your less than five thousand dollars a month in digital ads right <laughs> sister girlfriend oh, over sister. there packed oh, okay. ass room. packed crowd yeah, out your, here. Sister, your sister basically left the room she's like fuck this guy i don't want to fucking hear this one yeah she's probably been waiting for like 45 minutes to walk by yeah, it's totally cool. No, and and obviously you you guys can't see his sister leave the room because you're listening on the yeah. podcast. But, but okay. I, yeah, no, it's all. So what I was kind of what I was getting to was that yeah. we're, we're we're in this situation where if I can't help them or I don't feel like it's the right fit, I'll at least refer them to somebody that I think is maybe in the has the capability or is willing to take a client like that. So there's a couple different ways. Like you can say no without being a dick. Right. Mm -hmm. But some of, but most of the time I want to get out of that. We were talking about the same, the people that we were just talking about. I, I don't, I don't, you, you know, right off the bat, if it's the right fit or if there's a weird feeling. It's a know, gut feeling. It's a gut feeling, dude. And that you, I, I'm a big believer in that gut, man. Like if something doesn't feel Absolutely. right, you, you were in that house, something didn't feel right to you around that guy. Oh. And you, and you followed your gut. You made the right choice, obviously. Yeah. Whether, and honestly, could maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I would have been quicker way to success there or something i don't know but don't really care you can't look back as long as you know like you didn't like as long as you're happy now right i i always you know when people say like everything happens for a reason like i truly believe that but a lot of the times the reason doesn't make a lot of sense until much right. later totally yeah. my my i mean how i got employed with gary was not because i was really with you know the person i'm kind of been like bringing out this guy ed i was working for yeah you know that guy means the world to gary but it was a it was a one-off free work show up show this guy I can actually film like prove like show like show him like hey i can do what you're asking for and i was like i'll do it for free the first time and so i showed up to this other guy's gym it's a crossfit gym i filmed his manager kind of do a little bts um training session and that and i was going that week gonna edit you know that free video for him it wasn't high priority and i actually never edited that video for him because i got literally hired full-time with the other guy and i was like yo later bro like sorry like i probably should have just did it for him but i didn't <laughs> and it's super crazy because that guy went on to go to a 40s session with gary and he he's the one that brought me up and he probably even shouldn't have i really i didn't do much work for him he i he actually honestly like off the record exaggerated saying i was like his d-rock like i filmed one so like i don't know why that was insinuated but everyone wants to seem like they're putting mad money into their personal brand when they're fucking not it's like just own it like just say you hired someone for one day i don't know anyways that's besides the point me being a savage he brought my name up and that's what got me hired that one free off gig so like you never know what the fuck's gonna get you like to like your fucking dream <laughs> i know and, and that's the thing is that you just gotta keep you gotta keep throwing shit against the wall and eventually something's gonna stick do you do you have what, what's your take on you know currently right now 
you know, ever, everybody's kind of the TikTok thing we were talking about, you know, finally, it seems like that's going to be fine. Um, what's your, what's your take with, I know that you spend a lot of time in Instagram stories. Are you, are you seeing a lot of value? Do you feel like a lot of people don't put as much value into their stories as they do under the feed? I think stories is like still like underpriced when it comes to ads. If we're going to go straight to like market, straight to marketing, like uh, swipe up ads are like still underpriced. Like that's a very cheap thing to do. And I feel like mo- a lot of people live it in, in the stories function. It's where I post most of my stuff. It's just cause it's what I use. Um, so yeah, people got to put way more focus onto that. Cause there's a lot of things to do there. Like even Gary tells us to be, he'll, you know, he'd be like, yo, let's be more creative here. And like, we started doing new stuff and reveals of like posts, like new posts and you can get fancy with that. But you- there's a lot there. What was your question about TikTok though? How, what was the lead in there? Well, you, you, the reason I say that is because we were talking about the last episode that we had, we were talking about Instagram reels, <clears throat> but I know that you, you spend a lot of time in stories and, and actually so do I. I, I, I think stories is more fun. Um, mm-hmm. I, I like taking people through that a little bit. I've been slacking a little bit on stories. Lately, you know what I'm thinking about right now that might, might be value to someone fucking value to us. If we actually followed it, I guarantee the content creation on TikTok is down right now because everyone's like, Oh, it's, it's, it's going to die. Like, I'm, and so I'm, I bet you there was actually a like a substantial amount of people that were like, I'm going to stop making for TikTok and go all in on my YouTube and Instagram. And so there's probably some open waters right now for like, if you made 10 clips, like one, and you know, it was good quality fucking content that one of those would probably pop off versus if like the whole TikTok controversy wasn't happening, like none of them would have popped off. So anyone listening, I feel like there is some open water right now, just because I think there's less content being made on it. There's still, still a lot though. (laughs) No, yeah, I, I agree with you. I still think right now the biggest opportunity, I think I tweeted this out actually, I think the biggest opportunity right now for anybody to, to really get, if you were to try to get the tick, the, the same you know success on TikTok that TikTok had when it first started blowing up, like, yeah, I don't know, it was about, probably about a year ago, like when it but right. really started fucking popping off, right? Like people, like random ass people. Like your grandma could get 400,000 views off the first yeah, post. Yeah, went, went fucking crazy and now they quit their job and now they're full-time. So TikTok. what's your ratio, do you think? Of that? Yeah, like of that explosion compared to now. Oh, I don't, I don't think it's any, it's not even close. But, but, but here, here's what I think. I think that same opportunity right now lives on Instagram Reels. I think I, so. I, I don't I, think as explosive, but... Not like as explosive, but there's an opportunity there, dude. There's yeah. a massive opportunity there that people I agree. are not paying attention to it. Yeah, because people don't like it because they're like, oh, it's a new TikTok and Instagram. I don't give a fuck. And like, it's like, no, bro. Like you could, like, you could go from being like a thousand follower photography account to like 12,000 in like, like, I don't know. As my, as my son would say about the doomsday or the, the um, Dr. Doom gloves that are currently in Fortnite, okay, right now. If you play Fortnite, you know what I'm talking about. The IG reels right now are OP, which stands for overpowering. Overpowered. OP right now. And what I mean by that is that you could put a 15 second video out on Instagram reels and it maybe only got like fucking 600 views on fucking TikTok. Yeah. Get 30 they all, views on Fortnite. No, it, it, it's real. We, we, we've been doing it with Gary. They all, every post overperforms. They, they all go over a million and that was hard to do in feed. So they definitely do. It's funny, Gary doesn't like, put a lot of chatter into it but we definitely put out a lot of content on it as much as like he's not like emphasizing that it's like he's not talking about it at all yeah you don't there's no there was a lot of gary who's like yo let's like tiktok's the way and he doesn't really talk about reels but it's definitely got some I really, it's, got, it's yeah. funny to say that because i ran into somebody the other day about that and they were like well he only pushes what he invests in and i'm like yeah and i'm he like doesn't. 
I was like, how the fuck? I was like, is he invested in TikTok? I was like, I don't and he's know. not. And he's very. You know what's crazy is like everyone kept saying hey. that, and uh, I guess it makes sense because like you want to get defensive and be like, oh, like that's why he's saying that and like you're just like kind of like justifying like your fucking laziness because like whatever but no like that like Ari's very like vocal about it we've made multiple posts where he's like yo i got zero in it and he just doesn't like he doesn't give a fuck about tiktok recently and like for transparency wise tiktok's gonna pay vaynermedia vaynermedia to make ads for them i know i saw that congratulations but like that's not like owning the company so like i don't know gary never like super confusing people got like so like defensive like i I saw that article pop up and i was like oh you got to be fucking stoked because I think it happened, I don't know, it was like two weeks ago or something like that, and they were like, yeah, yeah got picked. And I don't want to think it'll affect me, because I'll be working on Gary ship, but it's yeah. living in the company, and that's it's fucking cool. I always think about like, I don't know, you know, do I stay in Gary's team for a long time, and if, you know, is the next move, like, just move into his company? You know, Gary owns, like, you know, an agency that does ads for, like, the biggest names, Pepsi and Budweiser and, like, Sour Patch Kids, and it's like, I don't know, do I go into a more traditional route? But, like, I don't think I will. <laughs> Put on a record. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the funny, the funny thing is, is that like, again, you, you know, a lot of people don't realize that you, when you have historical experience working with someone like that, it, it really will give you a boost coming out of it to do something on your own, right? It's something that you can use for the rest of your life um, as a, a massive resume hit. I mean, you got to think about it for a second. Totally. If you walked into anybody's company or you even started your own company and you were to sit down yeah. at a fucking table and be like, this guy right here fucking did 70 to 80% of Gary's content on Instagram and Facebook and this, that, and everything else. Right. Over the last no, years. I definitely... You're not going to fucking do business with this guy? Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. And that's like the whole like, you know, that's like half the reason you work a long hours because you know you're gonna like, I'm gonna have a huge cosign and I'm super humble about it because I think I need, I need to learn a, a shit ton more for me to like yeah. and feel like an expert. Like people rock the expert shit in their bio. That's crazy because I would never even do that. I'm still learning because I'm only a couple of years in like, and that's the truth of it. But I do like, when it comes down to it, like I'm in it like every day. So I do know some shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like I'm not gonna front there. But um, I don't know. That's I'm, I'm definitely gonna I'm gonna leverage it, and I just don't know where and when. It could be ten years from now. It could be two months from now. Like, and there's there's names in my head, like a comp, like artists. I lo- I'd love to work with an artist. You know, there's two two names that probably get me away from Gary instantly. But there's not much that would like that. That's a one percent idea that would get or, or opportunity that would come around that would get me away from this team within the next five years. You know, I think you're humble enough that I don't think you're gonna have to just you know from the times that we've talked i I don't think you're ever going to really have to do that i think i think a lot of the times or you're gonna you're gonna end up working with people just because they like you you know what i mean but it's funny you you bring up that it's it's a fucking grateful to be able to do that because i've had some yeah had some clients that i hated had some coworkers in the past like you just don't want to work with and like it's cool that like i actually get to do art and like with people that like appreciate me like damn like So, we're always going to work with people. There's going to be some people you don't like, but it's uh, when you were talking about that expert kind of kind of thing. That, that right. it's it, it's funny you say that because so as you go out and you start to do some more of the, the, the speaking engagements and things we were talking about, people will people will introduce you that way, right? Especially if you've had success in a field. So there will be people that like if I'll go and do a seminar, it might even be something small. Like it'll be it could be. You know, I've been doing this for almost 20 years now, but if, if, if you're out there and you're talking to people and they'll, they'll introduce you that way. And I always, I literally, literally put a post out and was like, 
in no way am I an expert, a guru, or this, that, or anything. I was like, do, do not call me that. Don't introduce me as that. Yeah. I, was, I don't want to be. I said, because what you just did is you just elevated the expectation it's, of what they're going to yeah. get by like 100,000. And they're they walk It's cringy. Like, oh, I don't know why people, I don't know why like real estate people do it. Something about the real estate people and the personal, the personal branding on real estate, the bar is so low. Like, if you're like, I don't know. There was experts, man. I'm like, dude, I, don't I just know. don't believe you. I don't want to be an expert because then you're going to hold me fucking accountable. Right. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. Like, I'm just out here, like, learning. Like, I don't know. Like, I tell the, like, the newbies on our team and they come off and they're like, yo, your stuff's so good. I'm like, yo, I'm just, I'm like, bro, I'm just a kid like you, just cooking up some content, man. Like, like, I don't know. Like, I get it. Like, I know my shit. Like, I, I shouldn't underplay myself as actually as much as I do. Because, yeah. like, I think, it's a I, think smart I, am, I think I am fucking good at making vlogs, by the way. I, I also, like, I'm very confident of, like, there's a lot of ego there. But uh, I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to blow there's a, that. There's a big balance, dude. There's a big balance. Like, you know, I'll, I'll walk, if, if I walk into a room, I'll, I'm going to walk into a room with the confidence knowing that I've been in this, this situation before. Yeah. But, I'm, but I'm also, my ears and eyes are open to giving someone a tap and saying, that's a great fucking idea. You know, I yeah. wish I would have come out with that. Good idea. If you, dude, if you do that to somebody, that goes so far with that person. That could mean the world to that person, right? So like, but I always say to people, I'm like, don't, don't say, please don't say that. Don't hide like, me out. Yeah, I'm like, dude, yeah. if I did something good, I'd walk away with something great. But I was like, don't think, I'm not going to give them this like secret fucking sauce. All I'm going to yep. say is this is what worked for me and it's worked for five other yeah. people. So for me and five other people, the odds are in your favor that if you listen to what I'm telling you, that it could work for you too. Maybe, I don't know. An expert would tell you it's guaranteed to work. And there's nothing in our field that we tell you that is a fucking guarantee. It's impossible. Yeah, right? most things. So how could you be a fucking expert? Because there's no guarantees. Right? Boom. That's End it. card. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, can you get rid of this fucking review? And I'm like, no, there's no guarantee. There's, a, there's an opportunity. There's a possibility. Right. But there's no guarantee. And then, of mm-hmm. course, they'll come back six years later and be like, oh, you said you were going to get that review taken down. I'm like, uh-uh-uh. Go back to the very first fucking thing that we said to each other. So there's no guarantees. You decided to go with, go with the, the option of trying. And that's okay. We tried, but it didn't work. And it is what it is. And sometimes we do and sometimes we don't. But I hope if you, I hope if you make that a clip, there's a, there's a the Jurassic Park, the uh-uh-uh on the computer. Uh-huh. Do, you know the, do you know the clip? No, but I'm, I'm going to find it. Yeah, after this, if you, if you, if you clip that, whoever, if you, whoever the editor is, Maddie, you're clipping this part. The, there's, a, there's a Jurassic Park clip. And he goes, uh-uh. And it's like, it's like, it's on the, yeah, I don't know. For some reason, I'm a big Jurassic Park one fan. And that, and that was like, it's a meme. So it's the only Jurassic Park movie you can be a fan of. I, I mean, I disagree. I think you can, I think you like the first three and the only, and two minutes in Jurassic Park when Jimmy Fallon's in it. Oh, that is pretty good. Jurassic World, I should say. I don't know if I said that. Yeah. But Jurassic I, I World. Jurassic World. Yeah. So no, try. the, um, it's funny you say that about that clip because there, there are times in the podcast episodes where I'll actually tell her, I'm like, grab that. You know what I mean? Like she's like, you're D-Rock, right? Yeah, she knows. I mean, dude, I'm telling you like, it, she's, she liked that. I, we gave her a little bit of a shout out the other day, but she's been doing, I love when she does videos. What's her, uh, what's her IG? Uh, you know what? Let me give it to her. Real, let me give it to you real quick. I'm like, I love how we just stop our, our podcast episodes. Yeah, I mean, she, she should right, make Madison, a cut here. So it's Madison, M-A-D-I-S-O-N, mm-hmm. and then Devers, D-E-V-E-R-S. 
Got it. Funny story about her. I grew up and went to school with her father and mother who are high school sweethearts. How Jeez. hilarious. That shows you how That's fucking crazy. I am. And you didn't know that like when you met? Or you did? No, no, no. I knew it. I knew it. Her, her mom actually reached out and said, my, my daughter is looking for a gig. I told you about this. It was like an intern kind of thing. Right, and right, right. Mom, and it just works out. That's what happened with- Last fucking three years. She's, she's the heir apparent. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. she's the one that's going to take over all this shit. <laughs> I'm dead serious, dude. I told her. I said, graduate from college and your opportunity's here. And she's like, I don't want to go to school anymore. I'm like, you're mm-hmm. fucking finishing school because I'm not having that responsibility. I don't want your yeah, mom. I had to do it too. Todd told I knew- me to quit school. I knew I was never going to use school, but I had like three semesters left and like, you just got to like fucking power through. And I don't know. I mean, like I got a degree, but like, fuck, I'm never going to use it. But Not me. I, I dropped out. I dropped out my sophomore year. Yeah, I wish. It was, it, bro, it was, it was it, for me, it was a, a complete waste of money. There was nothing that that school could teach me to, for the capabilities and the abilities that I had. There was nothing that the school could either a hold my interest enough in or, or, give me that I, I couldn't learn in the real world just by working. I'm yeah. not saying school is bad for everybody because it's not. We're always going to need yeah. doctors. We're always, no, always need engineers. We're always going to need lawyers. But other I always than- say like it was a good like I got to work part time and then I got to go to school and school was kind of like a breather and like allowed me to like, I don't know, I edited in class. Like I got to like figure out my shit. Yeah. Even though I didn't use like, I didn't like suck in the knowledge that it was giving me. So it was just still like a gateway to like, fine like i had i had enough time to do video because i wasn't like working 60 hours a day as like a union worker or something you know (laughs) so i mean my dad made me fucking sling cinder block when i was growing up when i was still in high school in the summertime and stuff like that right like going like construction like that no i'm dead serious and the whole point of that was to to teach me he goes look here's the deal if you don't if you don't work hard and you don't do these Mm -hmm. things like this is what you're gonna have to do for the rest of your life and he beat yeah. it in my head and I'm like, yeah, you're right, man. Fuck that, dude. Because that is a... I, yeah, but at the time, though, it sucked. Yeah. At the time, though, you're like, fuck you, dad. Oh, yeah, at the time, you're just like, what, do you fucking hate yeah. me? Why would you do this to me? Yeah, like, I got it, dad. Hard work, but fuck this shit. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. re- that's real true hard work. Yeah. Like, bloody fucking knuckles hard work, dude. You know what I, I feel mean? that with, like, anyone that's, like, young and they're, like, don't come from a lot of money. You're, like... Like, I grew up in a town where, like, really rich motherfuckers and, like, you know, I showed up to, like senior year like boohoo like the only kid without like or yeah like the only kid with like out of car really like yeah it was like three other kids like you know everyone else has it and like you're, you know you're, you beat yourself up you're like damn i wish i was like born in any other family when it comes to like that kind of finances but then like you find out like that powered me through to like work way harder because it's like i'm not gonna get a hand anything handed to me and then you also learn you're like by the way like you had a lot more than way 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 more people but uh just goes to show you like when you don't have a lot it make, makes you fucking hungry Oh, there's no question about it, man. I mean, we, you know, we're still on the same. What's cool now is that get, I have the ability to be able to help like my, my own family, which is awesome. <clears throat> like my parents and stuff like that. Yeah. Which that, like, as a, dude, that's like the, that's like the fucking best thing in the world when like you can like help your parents or help like family members. Like that's yeah. the coolest fucking thing to be able to do. Like, I always tell my parents else, or anybody else when you have the, the ability to, 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 to help bring up other people, it's a great feeling. I love it. Yeah, I always tell my parents, I'm like, because my sister is 37, 36, and I'm 25, so there's like a big age gap between the first and the third, and I'm like, should I have me first? I'm like, you guys have been set by now, <laughs> you know? I'm like, so there, there is that future where I'll hook, I'll hook up the parents, but 
and I'm still, <laughs> still, still got to hook up myself first right now. Dude, you so. have to, dude. You have to. You have no choice. Um, so a lot of these people, they, they, they don't know how, let's say, we'll talk about video for a second. A lot of these people yeah. don't know how to edit their own videos. A lot of people, a lot of people don't know how to do those things. I, I've, I've talked about it at nauseum, um, the amount of different types of software out there and different apps that people can use to help, to help them. Um, there's one in particular called Veed, V-E-E-D-I-O. Yeah. It's a great, it's an absolutely think, great version. Right? I think it's two answers. I mean, go finish, finish, finish. No, I was, I'm just curious. Do you have any that, you know, that you, that you think are good for people that are just starting out? That and my answer is like, no, like I don't, no, I don't have an app. Like I know you can use the Adobe. I don't even know, like whatever, like, but it's a sucky app. Like, to be honest. a fucking nightmare, dude. Don't even talk about that. Yeah. Which is crazy that people like rep Adobe and say it's a good app, even though they know it's not a good app, but that's fucking besides the point. Let's not even go there. Anyway. Lightroom's good. I like Lightroom. Oh, I love all dope. I mean, like when it comes to desktop and like the mobile form of Lightroom, like that's the best, like that's the best like photo app, I think. Yeah. And then and there's a few yeah. other cool ones. I use, uh, I use one for like more kind of like cool effects called uh, Afterlight. Um, and then Superimpose is a good like meme like cut shit out. Uh, my answer is I don't know like a good app or like if you're like not a creative and you want to do easy stuff. I'm sure there's shit out there. The thing is like, you're like probably not going to do it anyways. Like, I think if you're like not a creative, like you're not going to go out and you're like, I got this easy app. I'll make content. You probably do a little bit of it, but I like would my advice would be like, I don't even know. I wouldn't even waste my time. Like if you're, if you're Mr. Big Shot and like you have marketing dollars, like why don't you just like hire a young kid who's hungry and make some content for you and like learn, like learn how like, like actual content creating, not like, like plug and play shit. Right. Like, I know it sounds aggressive, but it's just based off of that. I worked for, you know, uh, a mom and pop, you know, it was a one dude, 30 years old running a Kung Fu studio. And he hired me at like making one video per week for like a hundred bucks, <laughs> which was not a lot of money. And, uh, and we, he just kept going. Like, he's like, okay, I got a hundred dollars for mar- like this kind of marketing. And then like, and then he realized, you know, he started paying me like a, like a lot more money than like he should, like he should have, but I was feeding him. I was a machine. I was giving him like, so like a volume of creative and like, obviously like he really worked for him. Like he went, like, you know, this guy went from no social presence to having a huge social presence and then also building a personal brand. And then he started like doing like speaking engagements and he didn't even know that would could have a could have happened. And like, and yeah. he didn't understand like, yo, we've done five episodes and I've got, we got calls. Like we got to go to Louisiana next week. And that was it. Like, that was fun. So my advice is like, I don't know, don't download. I mean, maybe download some shit so you can like keep up with it and like, be smart, but you gotta like, you gotta hire a videographer. Like if you're a business owner or some shit, like you gotta hire an editor. Like the reason I say that is, you know, there are, there are people that are looking for, you know, I I give them examples of of small apps that they can use here and there. Right. Like if they're on the go and they're, they're creative. There's advice there. Listen, like I'm, I'm, I'm just steering more towards like, like, no, yeah, yeah. I got you. The, the reason I say that, it, look, here's the thing. If, if it's going to take you, if you're going to do a video and it's going to take you an hour in InShot to make a fucking video, mm-hmm. it's, it's worth it to you to shoot an hour's worth of video and give it to a content creator and a video yeah. an editor and, and give them $200 to make you fucking six videos. Totally. That I but don't understand. There's just, but there's a disconnect with like spending $200 on like creative for some reason. Like it's just like the stigma of art, I guess. I don't know. Like, but you go spend like $200 in movie theater with like your three kids. It's like buying popcorn that, and that's, shit. That's the difference between somebody who's coming up and who's not, right? Like if, if yeah. someone were to come to you and be like, hey, can you do a video, a, a one minute video for me for, 
you know, 200 bucks, you might go, dude, that's, that, that, that's not worth my time. Like it's right. Dollars not yeah, worth it, it, little Jimmy who's, who's coming up or Jason Marina from, you know, 2000, I don't know, 11 is probably going, fuck yeah, I'll take that 200 bucks. Yeah. And this that's is crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. I didn't, I didn't have a DSLR camera until 2016, you know? Yeah, that was right along the lines. I mean, I'm, when I say 2011, to me, that's like fucking 50 years ago. To you, 2011. Totally. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I was in like high school. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's the thing. It's like, I don't know. I think it's like, I don't know. Build a team. Like, and you, and you can start small. You can hire like a kid from college that'll like cook up stuff and it's going to have benefit him. But like, like to what you were saying is like, you got to be like, believable like if the guy's just cooking content for like a few bucks like that's only gonna last he's gonna like move on in the next four months yep. so like you gotta figure out your shit you gotta figure out like like what what how can you bring value and like i don't know and don't and don't front don't buy two hundred thousand followers on instagram and put expert and then hire a content creator for 15 bucks an hour like yeah yeah and and the other thing is is that the the truth behind it is that you can you can give if you give that person the opportunity to make more money right Based yeah. on based on other things and work that they can do, then then at that point in time they're not going to leave anyway, right? So like no. we were talking about, you're, I'm sure you're feeling that now with like with your you know with Maddie, you're creative. Not at all. Not I don't, I don't know. I, I, I not at all. I constantly ask her. I'm like, are you cool? Yep. Right. No, no I, I mean always, that's I what always, I mean. That's number what I mean. one. I always check in on her and make sure she's okay. Right. Number two. Right. I always reward her for really really good work. And number three, I give her multiple different avenues and opportunities to make more money than what I would pay her for creating content for me. And mm -hmm. by doing that, she's making more money than fucking any of her friends. Oh yeah. Right. The avenue is just sitting in like in front of like so many creative spaces. And by the way, like I follow, like, I don't know. I have a buddy, I have a buddy, Nick, who's super good at visuals, super good editor, but he's not a good salesman. Like he isn't like. Good. Send him my way. I'll spend some money on him seriously he's a great he's a great kid and he's actually probably gonna get hired i mean he's in limbo with vayner but he's gonna be working with vayner soon and i always tell him like yo like i i'll show like i know examples of it right now like where like the person's not that good at video but they're super confident and they're just better entrepreneurs and they make more money than me like that dude like there's people that are like are, the bar is super low and you can make a lot of money in this field it just comes down to like not just like how good your shot is it's like i don't know how good well, you can also, communicate your product. Yeah, it, it is. And I also think it's also about understanding your strengths, right? Like, here's the deal. Like, I, I'm, I'm a very, very good salesperson, but I'm, but, and I'm a very good communicator. Um, I'm a very good team leader. I'm okay mm -hmm. with taking a fucking punch in the face for someone that follows me, right? I'm okay with those types of things. And those people know that, which is why they, they stick with me. But do I want to plant myself in front of a computer and edit through an hour's worth of fucking content of myself and fucking, no, I don't want, I don't want to fucking be a videographer and I don't want to be a fucking editor. So my, the trick is if you don't want to do it, go fucking hire someone to do it for you. I don't understand the, the situation. Like the, if you put Gary in front of a fucking, in, in front of premiere, he's going to be like, I don't know what the fuck am I supposed to do here? Yeah. I don't fucking know. It's that's like, that's exactly it. He'd probably figure it out. But yeah, like, he would like, figure it out. But and, the actual, and so would I, but I, I don't, I don't want to fucking do that. No, it's not worth your time. Well, you I wouldn't get any satisfaction out of it. And, and yeah, that you might get satisfaction out of it, but, but I wouldn't, she loves doing that. You love doing that. Yeah. If you've been contemplating like, like starting a team, like 
you better start now because like social is gonna get nuts yeah like once the 5g launches like and like new apps come out and i don't even know i just think if like if you're debating a team or not like i don't know i would put out a few posts like right now and just fire like hire your first kid because i don't know i saw it happen you know working for gary like i'm kind of numb to the views like i could i noticed when it's big numbers like 2.7 million views for a piece of content but you know if i still get 600 i'm like ah whatever but when I used to work with clients and we'd get like a thousand views, like really feel that. And once you like, once you hire a kid, like that momentum is real. Like if he's yeah. a good, if you hire a creative and like you're doing like, he's good. Like you can really go from like zero to like actual having a little bit of an audience and like people engaging with your shit. The only thing that I've ever run into from an agency side has been the exhaustion where mm-hmm. this, and you, you know, you and I were talking about this where I, I will, what I'm good at, right. Is selling the product. I can, I can show the value, I can show the product and I can show what it does and that why you should pay this money for it. The, the problem that I've always had is when you turn that, when I turn that valve on for people, they, they say that they can handle it and then they can't handle it. Right. And so from, from what I, from what I've dealt with in the past, mm-hmm. it, that's been my biggest uphill battle is, is keeping people in a situation where they feel overwhelmed and it got to a point in in, in my offices where you had to go to somebody else if you felt that way because i didn't want to hear it Hmm. i I did not want to hear the word overwhelmed even spoken in my office have you gone past that i was so past it i was like don't don't fucking talk to me about are you i'm saying i'm saying are you still like that no i'm not i've i've you know what's hilariously funny about it Mm. is as you i feel like the longer you do it as, as, a, as you want to call it a boss or whatever it is, but the, lo- the longer you're the person in, in, at the top of the hill and you be, I feel like, and as you also age, as I've gotten older, I've become a little bit more understanding and a little bit more, uh, and this comes from Nicole telling me, you need to be more sensitive. You need to be, not everybody came up like you did in the, you know, in that, in the, in the car business and things like that, where you were just beaten, be, you know, beyond belief if you right. failed. Um, she was like, you can't, you can't do that. And I, so now I'm more cognizant of saying to people, Hey, is everything all right? Hey, is there anything that you need? Um, you know, tell me when you feel like this or let Nicole know that you feel like this or whatever it is. And I felt that, you know, it's obviously, it's one of those things where you get more bees with honey kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. I've, I've gotten better at that, but I still have a problem with someone you know, complain if there's a complaint of like, hey, it's just really hard. I can't keep up, and I'm like, what was the unlock? Do you know? If, like, are you thinking of like a pivotal point where you're like kind of made that shift, or was it just gradual? I think it was just gradual. I think it was as the years went on. I just kept, fi- I, I kept figuring it out. It was, it was getting like, better. Like a Rubik's, you know what I mean? Like I was like, yeah, yeah. Finally, I, I was like, all right. The, the I think the unlock really it was me vetting people better, le- learning to instead of going, I, I, oh my God, we need some, you know what I mean? Like I, now I've got a, I think we talked about this. I've got a group, yeah. right? I've got like five guys or gals that I can lean on and go. And, and now it's better, right? I think before mm-hmm. it was like, I would have one or two people and I was putting it all on them and they just couldn't yeah. keep up, you know? Yeah. And that's the problem. I up, well, you have 12, you know? So, I mean, for me, it was like, I needed it. I needed it at least five for it to, for it to make sense. So no, sure. no, no, just refining it. Just finding it until it got better. I think scaling was the unlock. Maybe that's what it was, Jason. Maybe maybe scaling was the unlock because mm-hmm. I was 
I was maybe putting so much effort into the selling of the product and believing in the product so much that I wasn't scaled enough to be able to handle the, the, the incoming from my outgoing. And so maybe that was the unlock is that I just scaled it right. Finally, I got it right where it was how like five people the right number. How big is your team now? 23. Yeah. So you scaled a lot more from since then, even from that, or like when you went out. Yeah. Total, total team. I mean, at one point, I think we were at like 30, 32. And then we scaled back and then we stuck at like the 20, between 20, the, like the 20 and 23 ish number. Like that's where, that's like our sweet spot. Yeah. We're keeps like, going back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. Like any more than until you, and, and, and until you don't, and then, and then you need 30, you know, overnight because something happens. I'll tell you, like what I ended up finding was if I found the right partners, right. So like, instead of me hiring a web developer, um, I, there was a person that I'd done business with for 10 years who was, who has done great work by himself and then went to work for a company and they, they're a huge web development company. And so I, now they're our partner. Uh, same with digital ads. Like I could have, we had our own internal digital ads department. Now I have a friend who owns a company in San Diego and they fucking do big money fucking shit. They don't need that person. Yeah. I I don't need that person. I can just, I just outsource to them and they do a fucking great job. They talk to my, so what what I really did is, what the the pieces of the puzzle that didn't need that didn't need to be inside um it was just simple outsourcing uh, with people that i trust the ones that need to be inside are the videographers the the, the boots on the ground videographers photographers and and content yeah. creators you yeah i think have to have time yeah where i see this relate on our team is like you know we had way too many strategists non-makers non-people that could make you know art on our team and then uh you know, we, we need to shed a lot of those people because we need to make more stuff. Like there was just more, there's too many people like on the math side of things. And uh, you just figure out what, like what the team needs. And like, you gotta, you gotta shed sometimes. Like that's what happened. We had like 35 people. We shed it to like 25 now. So just you probably didn't, yeah, I was just going to say, didn't you just shed again? <laughs> Dude, it's fucking funny. I'll tell you about that. I'll tell you yeah. about what the text I just got. No, good. Yeah, no, no we, I think uh, I think we did technically shed a lot, but a lot of, a lot of people on our team moved into the company because there was a, there was a need to just boost up the creative in VaynerMedia. So it was kind of like recycled in a way, not really losing, just more like shifting. Were you back at the off? Were you at, back at the New York office? Yeah, it was just- first time back. First time seeing Gary in um, seven months, and uh, he was doing GMA in the morning. They filmed it in our yeah. office. I saw uh, Good Morning America, and then. I actually didn't watch it, which is crazy, but because uh, I had to be there in the morning and um, he, we were shooting a, a, a cover photo and like a, like a two page for, uh, it's called Profile Magazine. And so yeah. uh, D-Rock hit me earlier in the week. He was like, yo, he actually, he actually uh, group chatted me with Babin, who I didn't technically ever get to work with, but obviously, I've, you know, we, we Babin's talked. YouTube channel is great. He's, yeah, he's, he's really killer. Like his, he's super consistent in like his look. And like, I don't know, I really like respect that kid. Like he, he helped me a lot. I, like, I remember when I walked into the intermediate when I didn't work there and I like that to him up. I was like, bro, like you're, you know, he's inspired me a lot. Um, yeah. His van shoot video is my favorite one, by the way. I, I only saw like the, his, like his promos for it, you know, like on his story, but I never you, watched you, it. You, you got to watch that. I'm sorry to cut you off, but you got to watch that video. Of him. He designs the shoe. It's, it's, a, it's an amazing video. I want to like not, not watch that video and go make my own shoe video, make it better. No. Really? <laughs> No, I it's not gonna be. It's not gonna be the black and white grainy Babin style. No, or the uh, what's Babin style? 
he does some like film grains and shit, but I don't know. Yeah, he's killer. Yeah. Like, I, like I got a lot of, I've, you know, I've definitely like picked up things from him. Like, and, cause he's just, he's super good at what he does. But anyways, group chat, me and D-Rock, Babin, he's like, yo, photo shoot Friday, no details. We'll probably have seven and a half seconds to do this shoot. And that's what it was. We got a little more details. We found out the magazine. We found out like, you know, Gary's going to, we, we shot it on like 27th street. Um, cause it had to be like an industrial background. And I was the first time I saw Gary in a while. And, uh, and I got to go back in the office that day and things are different. Like, you know, there's a protocol and like where you got to sit and like six yep. feet, don't touch it. <laughs> like, and just the way it's going to be. And like, you know, we're probably, we're, you know, we're not supposed to be back in the office until technically November, but that's not going to happen. November 3rd. First. Oh yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, that's when the whole, you know, that's when we're all like, we're all running the Canada or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, whatever, whatever, whatever I'll be on the goes road down now. goes down. Yeah, when the shit when the shit melts, I'm gonna be probably in um, Salt Lake City. So that'll be interesting. We went straight. Yeah, exactly. And it's funny you brought up Colorado because a friend of mine just got back. Like, actually, a guy cut my hair today. Uh, just got back from there, and he literally told me he's moving there. He loves it. Salt Lake. Uh, or no, he's. I, I don't know where he was in. He was in Colorado. I don't know. Oh, where Colorado. Okay, okay. I don't know. Yes, yeah, I've been up there once. That's beautiful. I think, or twice, but it's fucking. It's awesome. Go ahead. We, so we, like we moved, we are fully moved out of our offices. we we went 100% uh, uh, virtual um, as of uh, last month. And I think it makes so, you're probably saving so much money, but oh. in like, say things go back like normal, normal, like you'll probably end up getting like a small space. Like, do you think, it's or funny, you'll. It's funny you say that. Yeah. So we, you know, my, my partner and I were talking about it and he's like, you know what, man? He's like, I kind of want to get another fucking spot. And I'm like okay what do you want to do and he's like oh it's just thinking like a three or four office place with like a boardroom and i'm like yeah let's just yeah. do that like it's fine it's like a commune spot like when things are normal you know that's it you know, it's like when a client wants to come see you or something like that because it is yeah. it, when you get to a certain level you kind of have to have a spot like i always feel like you kind of have that. yeah you don't want like people showing up to your house and shit yeah people are coming to my house i mean they're gonna come in here and they're gonna be like wow this is fucking cool shit but like at the end of the day like, <laughs> i'm very professional um, yeah but you can't like overextend yourself. It's like $12,000 a month or some bullshit. Oh, no, no. The good news is the building that we had was was owned by a friend of ours yeah. and gave us a, an amazing deal. Um, and But it just didn't make any sense. I mean, you know, like you were just talking about seven months. I mean, you're, you're six, seven months. You're not, nobody's going to the office. There's nobody's there. You're still getting the job done. The company's still yeah. Doing, um, what was the point? I'm very interested to see what happens like with VaynerMedia and like how Gary positions us like when it comes to like, or the office. I mean, like we're always gonna have to be around him. So I think like my department will be a little different, but I don't know. The whole company has been going almost for a year, like remote and like, I'm sure their overhead's insane. Yeah. I so, mean, you gotta look at we'll it. See. That's the problem that you look at as a business owner is that you, especially when you have, you, you don't look at those types of things. Like you don't look like, look at an office's overhead at least you, as your, your CPA does and your, your, yeah. your comptroller does. But you don't, yeah. you don't look at that like overhead until nobody's fucking there and no one's using it and you're still paying rent. For real. That's when, that's when and, and it hurts when you're not even in it. Yeah. I mean, it's bullshit. Um, yeah. All right. So let's, let, let's get in towards the end here. There's, there's, yeah. I, always talk about, I always talk about, you know, I always do the, the two questions, six answers thing. So the first, yeah. the first question is, I'm going to make it easy on you. The first question is going to be, give me three things that people can do on a daily basis to stay a little bit more consistent? Stays consistent? Yep. I would say uh, the first thing would be um, download like a Pinterest or find a platform that inspires you. 
like where you, like it knows like things that you like and you can see like new designs you know if you're a videographer or, or photographer like like that's helped me out a lot just like kind of like looking at other stuff and like oh yeah i should do more night photography so that keeps me like some like not consistent but inspires me more <sighs> number two um you got to use your fucking equipment like or whatever it may be like i'm I got, i'm talking more from a creative standpoint so that's kind of why my answers are kind of a little weird but you got to use your camera if you're going to be consistent you got to be using like you gotta be out shooting and you can translate that to anything. Like if you got to take iPhone pictures cause you're like a barbershop owner, then you gotta, you gotta take content every day. But you know, to the creatives, like you gotta, you gotta use that shit every day. That's how you get better at it. Three, uh, you don't, just don't judge, like don't judge yourself. Like don't like compare yourself to Babin like, or me or some shit uh, or D-Rock. Like you just gotta do your own and it'll evolve. And like, I'm learning out with myself. I started my own first series and like, first video I think sucks and the next one's better and I'm sure the next one's gonna be better and like just don't judge yourself I think those are like my top three love it and then the second question um we'll, we'll go a little bit more humanized this time second question is you know g- give us three things uh that can continuously keep you motivated uh from a standpoint of of not only just being happy but a standpoint of, of continuously climbing to the next the next step in the ladder three things yep uh, I think you have to have like a major, like, you know, Gary wants to own the jets. <laughs> uh, I think everyone should have their own version of that. You know, I want to, I want to work with some pretty big artists, glass animals, yo, hit me up. <laughs> if you guys know them, uh, you know, I don't even think that's my end goal. I think that's just like almost like a next step. So I think you have to have like huge goals that seem absurd and your friends will laugh at you for it, but like you gotta have those as a chip on your shoulder. Um, I think you got to, I think inspiring younger creatives or younger people in your field, that's a big motivational point. Like if I start sucking shit, like my friend's going to be disappointed because he, you know, I'm sure he looks up to like what I've done and other people do. So that's a small factor. Um, Motivation. I don't know. I think like think about yourself at 18 years old and like looking forward and like 18 year old Jason be like, damn, like, you fucking did it. <laughs> like you became a creative. And so I think you guys like continually like impressed like your 18 year old self. That's a really good one. I, that one, I, I'm going to actually try to apply myself. Cause I think that was one that well, you forget it. Like, forget yeah. And I think it's, and that's, and that doesn't work for everyone. Cause if you come from a lot of money and like your parents gave you fucking everything, like, I don't know, your 18 year old self is like, all right, cool. Like you work for like, I don't know, you do like a little bit better. I'm like, I don't know. That's, harsh diss right now but like it i'm telling you like if you like broke his shit like that shit's way better like when you, yeah, when, you yeah. when you start winning it sucks man but it's true it's the truth is that if you grow up with nothing and you and you build it from nothing in my opinion people respect you a hell of a lot more yeah you know, than you, you came from something like that you gotta work a lot great. harder yeah in, in in the midst of it though man i was like so like bitter towards it i was like yo everyone else is rich man <laughs> but it turns out super grateful for it meet the right people too <laughs> No doubt about oh, that. That went through the same thing. Go ahead. Next question. Uh, that actually was the last question. Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> but I can hit you up with more questions if you want. I'm just joking. No, no, um, no it's all right. Jason, I, I, I can't thank you enough for, for coming on, um, especially for part two. This was, this was great. And um, Yeah, I'm glad like, like, we got to let it flow this time, man. The yeah, wife, I was, I was so mad. I was like, geez, I'm like, I just want to go off. But like, I couldn't even like get your, your question in. <laughs> yeah. No, I was this- guessing. This was super duper clean. Whatever we did from an equipment and Wi-Fi side, we, we got it right this time. Um, you know, I'm sure you're you'll be back. Uh, you know, we'll we'll, we'll continue. We'll continue. Yeah, we'll have to do something again. I really, yeah, man. And one of the good things is is I actually, 
as my seminars continue to come back and things like that, we're going to try to, we're going to try to get Jason out to, to one of these and, and hopefully you guys get to meet him in person and you can pick his brain uh, on stage and make him feel extremely uncomfortable. Um, because he's one of those guys, which, which is kind of funny about it is that he's, he's one of those guys that just because he, he's in a position um, where there's probably a lot of people that are in that creative position that they would want to be in that Jason's in currently, um, you're still very, very humble and uh, wants to see a lot of other people succeed. And um, one of the reasons that he's on this podcast. So again, I thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you, brother. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to the public humiliation and uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm hyped for that. You know, it's going to be fun. Like, cause you know, talk about it now, it seems very foreign, but I'm sure it's, we're going to make it a reality. So I'm hyped. Uh, it, it'll happen. It'll happen. I promise that. Hell yeah. All right. Thanks a lot, Jace. I appreciate it. Thank you, bro. Thank you for listening to the Bad Reputation Podcast. Be sure to leave us a review and share what you may have learned with someone else today. Remember, your reputation is everything.